0: Welcome to Wilford Watches Podcast, an American podcast about professional wrestling. And today we have a very far away guest, a very special guest. Uh, she is Candy Three Belts, I think right now. Um, and she is Candy Lee from New Zealand. Uh, how are you doing? Um, I'm
1: doing great. I'm happy, I guess.
0: You're happy you guess. Have you not had your bubble bath yet today?
1: Um, I didn't today because I don't wake up early enough. Oh, okay. I was tired.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have a really, really cool story. Um, Very fascinating. And you're very open about your your background. And you even did a little short documentary on a uh, New Zealand channel, R&Z, um, which is very powerful, like seven minutes or eight minutes long. Um, you went to an all-boys school, and, um, how did wrestling kind of, was wrestling your escape, um, and, and tell us about your background just a little bit.
1: Um, so, yeah, I did, I went to an all-boys Catholic school, for, like, in high school, that was awkward. That's so weird. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's because my dad wanted, sure like, me and my brothers to go there, and, yeah, cause like I don't uh, 'cause he's Catholic, I guess, and cause that's where a lot of like other boys and my family had gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, um, wrestling was kind of like an escape growing up. But also, like my friends outside of school that I had met, like that were like similar to me, it was really nice as well.
0: So what was it that like made you actually say wow I am going to step into a wrestling ring and I actually want to like train and I want to actually throw my body all over the ground like that? Like what actually made that what made you take that leap into actually wrestling?
1: Um, cuz I like wanted to be a wrestler when I was like like young and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think wrestling was a thing in New Zealand So, like, I literally Googled, like, training to wrestle in New Zealand. That's how I discovered um, Impact Pro Wrestling, the company that
0: I wrestle for and stuff here in New Zealand. You are the champion right now, is that right? What is that? You're the heavyweight champion, aren't you?
1: Not the heavyweight champion, the women's champion.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. I was giving you too much praise. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm the current Women's Champion, <laughs> and the longest reigning now, I think,
0: which is pretty cool. How does that make you feel, to say it that? It feels amazing,
1: um, it feels great, like, I don't know, because like, I feel like I trained for ages, and cause all I wanted when I was training was just to finally have my debut, but then I didn't think past that. <laughs> <laughs> so to go on then to win the bout was pretty amazing as well.
0: Um so did wrestling kind of make you more comfortable on your journey cuz I know you started out um I saw the pictures of like the puberty challenge where you're just like a boy with the crazy hair and stuff. Um did wrestling Oh my god. <laughs>
1: That was just so gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it shows oh, yeah. you how far you've come, though. You know, how you're comfortable now. And that's really inspiring. Um, so did wrestling help you make you feel, like, more comfortable in, in your whole journey to being you?
1: Um, it was. I actually, like, to be honest, I actually started training after I was comfortable with who I am. Because, like, there was a period of time where I stopped watching wrestling around high school and stuff because... I felt like I wanted to discover who I was as a person and my identity because I was really kind of struggling because as a teenager, you like, that's kind of important is discovering who you are and if you're, like, unsure of it, then you can't really apply yourself to, like, the passions and stuff you have in life. So it wasn't – I feel like it wasn't until, like, I fully, like, discovered who I was as a person and – like, owned it and, like, started transitioning, that's when I started getting back into wrestling again, and then that's when the idea came about, about wanting to train, Mm -hmm. because I knew I've, like, I've always wanted to, like, train to be a wrestler and to be one, but, because I only watched WWE growing up, so I was just like, oh my god, I don't, how do you get into the WWE, because is that the only way to get into wrestling, but then... Googling and like um, talking to people at IPW and stuff, I discovered that uh, I discovered indie wrestling through coming to train here and stuff.
0: Um, I didn't even know. It. Yeah, because like WWE seems like like a whole world away. I'm sure from over there, it's probably yeah. like insurmountable journey that you i don't know how you guys feel from from new zealand but it's it's like there's a lot of great talent coming out of the oceanic reason uh, region right now so it's 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 great because people over here are now looking over to where you are in australia and new zealand because like who's the next person who's the next person and it's really amazing to see some of the talent coming out of there
1: yeah it's pretty cool because like they're really paving the way for like like, people here. Like, having Dakota Kai in WWE is so amazing. hmm Because she was, like, I um, she was a former woman champion at the company that I wrestled for. So that's pretty cool. Wow.
0: Um, so, uh, I got some questions I, I asked for the Twitter, and you have a really strong following, so I got some questions for you. So, um, Kat... Asked you who was your top supporter in your journey of becoming a uh, transgender wrestler? Um, like I wouldn't like I don't
1: like considering I consider myself a women's wrestler It's mm-hmm. like I wouldn't call, like go out and like diff- um diff- like make myself different from everyone and say I'm a trans wrestler
0: mm-hmm.
1: because at the end of the day I identify as. a female so I call myself a woman's wrestler and stuff but I get her question where it's coming from and like, I think the biggest supporter for me have been my friends and my parents and my family they've been like the biggest supporters like I'm so thankful that my parents are supportive of who I am and like didn't disown me and, and shit because I know mm-hmm. most parents like it's like it's, most parents wouldn't usually do that if they had a trans child or like any quite kind of child from the LGBT community so I'm quite
0: mm-hmm. thankful that my parents are like so accepting
1: and they're like my biggest supporters
0: that really made my my heart really warm whenever I watched the little documentary and that shows that that when you said that I was really that made me feel so much better that we're getting to a point where, you know, parents are understanding that that's just that's it's not like taboo. You know, it's it's what you choose. It's what you feel. It's who you are. So it, it made me for I personally, as a viewer of the documentary, made me feel really nice to see that your parents were a big supporter. So that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, because it's, especially since they're like traditional Samoans, and my parents like are really Samoan. With things so mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of hard but then like i it was um but my parents thing is like as long as i'm happy and like i'm not doing making bad decisions in life then mm-hmm. it's okay
0: so i wanted to ask you this question do you associate yourself more with candy lee or leilani and, like in what way? Like in real life. Who who are you more... Like if I was to meet you in person, who would you be more like? Would you be more like the character or would you be more like a little badass like Leilani? Um, to
1: be honest, I feel like um, me as Leilani is
0: like way crazier
1: than <laughs> the character, Candy Lee. It's so weird that like when I explain to people, I'm like, oh, I feel like Candy Lee's toned down. Because if you meet me in real life, I'm kind
0: of (laughs) like, full on sometimes. I've seen your Instagram, and you don't hold back, and your tweets, and uh, very big supporter of you just saying whatever the fuck you want, so, big ups to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just hope it doesn't
1: get me in trouble, though.
0: (laughs) Well, you have to be yourself, you know, and look at the uh, yeah. Anyway, so social media. Let me ask you about that (laughs) because it's they love to label people and they love to really, um, you know, social media, especially Twitter, can be really, really bad sometimes, really negative. So how do you deal with the, the polar opposites? How do you deal with the like extreme people who are just hating on you? And how do you deal with the amazing reception that you've had? Like, tell me about the positives and the negatives and how you deal with both.
1: I feel like, like, um, I, I like, knew going into this and being open about who I am that I was going to get negativity. And I was just like, oh, I'm not surprised. Like, and, like, every time I see it, I'm just, like, not surprised. I'm just like, oh, okay. I've heard worse. And, like, I've heard, like, eerie, ignorant comment under the sun. I'm just like, it's just like... There's, there's nothing new like all these like ignorant people that say these negative comments I'm just like there's no like nothing new about what you're saying to me I've heard it all before mm-hmm. so that's it's, so it doesn't really bother me but like in saying that the positivity like definitely outweighs the negativity that I receive but like most of the negativity come from like people that seem to have like their own insecurities so it's just like I'm just like oh they're just probably pro- they're just probably projecting their own self-hate or something it's nothing mm-hmm. to do with me because like they could just sit there and like enjoy their food but they want to let me ruin their day <laughs> like my like to know that my existence really bothers you that much for you to like say something it's just like it makes me laugh i just like you kind of just you kind of like did something with the like with the seconds that it took you to tweet out your bullshit, but you wanted to, like, you felt like you needed to say that. And I don't know, I feel like Twitter often gives a lot of people the power to say whatever they want because they know they can get away with it.
0: And, yeah, that's the thing. Like, usually there's no repercussions for it. It's You just say whatever and they think they're safe, you know
1: but my thing is like if you're gonna be ignorant to me i'm gonna definitely put you on blast and call you out because like Mm -hmm. you're like why not call you out i feel like people need to call out people's ignorance because they need to learn like a lesson and like what you say yeah you saw that with
0: You saw that with the Toni Storm stuff. Like, you saw the crazy reception that people and the support that they gave her. And I think that was a really positive sign. But I think, you know, that needs to happen more. So what do you think about that whole situation? Do you think that was a good thing that everybody rushed to her support?
1: Yeah, definitely. Because, like, you need to, like...
0: Because I feel
1: like it's always good to back people, like wholesome, good people. And I feel like she's a good person. It's like she seems like such a lovely girl. So I thought that was really nice that everyone supported her. I
0: have spoken to people from New Zealand and Australia a lot. And you guys are so down to earth. It's so amazing. Like, I love having you as guests. So I hated to see that happen to Tony.
1: Yeah, because she's such a lovely girl from what I've seen and stuff so for that to happen and like i feel like the people who did it like they're not a the right like that's someone's private life you don't like kind of mess with that kind of stuff
0: exactly um so your goals as you said in the little documentary um you would want to be in wwe one day that's obviously every wrestler's goal um what would you be open to a run in like japan first Um, you've got people like Asuka over in Marvelous right now you've got um, so she's already you know breaking a path for uh, for women's wrestlers over there Uh, so would you be open to like a run in Marvelous or Ice Ribbon or um, Stardom oh my god definitely
1: Stardom like this I like because I didn't know like much about indie wrestling when I started training so like the more I've like trained, and the as the years go by, I've learned more and more about what other everything else other than um, WWE because I've only ever watched WWE. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'll like totally love to race on Japan. Like, the scene there looks so cool and like amazing, and I just love, I love the gear they wear. Yeah,
0: like what Japanese when- um, women's wrist. What in particular?
1: I, I just like... Because like, I'm so into like baby doll dresses and like floor <laughs> leaders and stuff. So, like, the Japanese women's wrestlers, their gear is so amazing. They have some of the best in the world.
0: Um, there was a question, actually, from Twitter that asked you what your favorite gear is. So, do you have a favorite, like, outfit or attire?
1: Of my own or, like, in general? Both. Um... I don't know. I feel like I haven't made a gear of mine that's my favorite, yet. because like, oh,
0: that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> so which which do you like? Like, whose attire do you do you really dig right now? That you might have seen online or in WWE or NXT? Is there somebody's that you really like? I um.
1: I'm trying
0: to think now my brain's not working right now it's <laughs> okay it's very early as we're recording this um so it's no worries at all it's early early in the future because you saturday i'm on a friday which is very funny um let me ask you something else who because you watched wwe that was like the only product that was really available that you knew of so who did you idolize when you were a kid when you were looking at wwe
1: Um, this is like so easy. It was Candice Michelle, (laughs) Candice Michelle, Mm -hmm. Kelly Kelly, like Tori Wilson. I like love women's wrestling, but in terms of male wrestlers, I would have to say John Cena. Mm
0: -hmm. There's, I mean, there's no, there's no better, obviously. I mean, he's carried that brand for a long time.
1: He's like the literal goat
0: he is and i don't think enough people really give him credit for that. He's he's carried that through some some interesting times in the past 15 years <laughs> where it wasn't as easy oh, as I, it is now.
1: I feel like people that say they don't they say they don't like him just feel like it, they think they're cool by saying it because how <laughs> it's like such a cool thing to hate people for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, um Candace Michelle was like my favorite. She's actually the reason why like I wanted to train to be a wrestler. So she inspired me a lot. Her am- Kelly Kelly. Mhm.
0: That's amazing. Um I want to ask you about like so if if I told you just let's just play what if. If if Triple H was on the call right now, what would you tell him?
1: in like a car or did you say on the call
0: on the call like a phone call like what would you tell him if you got to speak to him right now if you haven't spoke to him already i would probably say hi (laughs) (laughs) so what
1: what
0: what would you say
1: (laughs) i i I honestly wouldn't know to be honest
0: you never know when somebody's gonna call you know what i mean I'd probably be like, hello, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> New phone, who this? <laughs> oh I honestly would not know. So yeah. you would just like totally clam up. I think most people would probably do the same, honestly.
1: I'll probably let him like do all the talking and then I just kinda like bounce off whatever he says to me on the phone. <laughs>
0: Um, so, there's another question on Twitter that Leia asked, and she said, with all of the signings going on between major companies, have you gotten anything from any uh, calls or anything from those companies? And is it anything you're allowed to talk about?
1: Um, I don't, like, not... I wish...
0: <laughs> so nobody's contacted you yet for
1: anything um no but like i feel like i'm like new as, so like that's mm-hmm. understandable i'm just trying to like find my feet in the wrestling world i guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like no no biggie to me because i'm like brand new
0: well, you know, I would say Stardom loves to bring in young talent. So I will, uh, I'll have to tweet at them, see if they can, I can bother them for you. Because <laughs> I think you would fit really, really well in Stardom, actually.
1: Yeah, Stardom like, looks so cute. And I'm just like, I like, started watching some of their stuff and I'm just like, oh my god, that looks so amazing. I would definitely. Like Japan as a whole, like their culture is so like interesting to me. Cause it, it looks like a culture built on respect and stuff, and I like, and it has core values, and I love that. Uh,
0: so who? Uh, so Lily Fay asks you this. Uh, she says, "Who's on your wrestling bucket list? Who do you want to fight before you call it a career?" Which is probably a long time. Ago. Um,
1: probably everyone. I'll fight everyone. <laughs> I just want I just wanna wrestle.
0: hmm So would you would you be open to fighting Kelly Kelly if she came back?
1: Oh my god, yes. I wanna be her tag team partner
0: though. Ooh, and then you've got the tag team belts now in WWE, so there you go. That was so
1: cool. I love Kelly Kelly. So did Kelly I...
0: what was one of your favorite wrestling moves? Is another thing that Lily Faye asks. Um
1: hmm. Like favorite wrestling movie Like in general. Just a move I liked.
0: Yeah.
1: I've I was always a big fan of like the good old DDT.
2: For some reason yeah. I thought
1: that was like it looked so scary <laughs> every time it like I watched it. Yeah, I had to go to DDT because there's so many cool variations of it, and I was just like, oh, no, mm-hmm. it's amazing.
0: So what are your goals in 2019 and beyond? What, what are your upcoming goals, and what's going to be called a success for you like in the next one or two years? Um, my goals would
1: probably be just to like wrestle more, hopefully wrestle overseas. Um, get better. Um, hopefully I can finally squash a watermelon with my five
0: <laughs> Please put that on Instagram, please. It was like, it was like me to me
1: like it's been a golf hole of mine for ages, but I'm just like, oh my legs are weak. Maybe I just need to like buy a hollow watermelon and if they sell those, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of cheat with it.
0: I, I think that would be a really funny YouTube series that you can start, is like your journey to squashing watermelons.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> or squashing fruit fruit in general.
0: Oh, there's a whole market for that, I'm pretty sure. People would definitely subscribe to that. <laughs> oh yeah, funny. because there's,
1: there's, there's that girl that like squishes her face with bread, and I was just like, oh my god, that's so cool, I wish I came up with that idea. Because I love bread. Bread's my favorite food. <laughs>
0: So you're you're not afraid of carbs?
1: I love carbs. You like love bread's carbs. my favorite. Yeah, bread's my favorite food. Like, no lies. If like a guy wanted to take me on a date, he can literally put like a loaf of bread on a plate, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs>
0: uh, if you're listening to this and you want to take out Candy Lee, now you know where to take her. Go to a bread shop because yeah. There you
1: go. Yeah, That's impri- all you need. Impress me with like like different kinds of bread. Croissants.
0: <laughs> Croissants.
1: But they would all have to be would all have to be vegan though, because ah. she's vegan like, she's vegan like one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so wow, I mean that that is all I have for you. Um, I'm very, very excited for your journey, and I can't wait to see where you go over the next few years. Um, I am very thankful for your time today, and we will go ahead and wrap up this interview now. So thanks so much for listening, and please uh, follow Candy Lee on Twitter. What is your Twitter handle, Candy Lee?
1: I always get this wrong because like, I forget
0: something, but
1: I think my Twitter handle is candy, and I think there's an underscore of after... the... <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm looking at it right now. It's candidly candy underscore. I will link it in the show notes, of course. Um, so please give her a follow. And on Instagram it says Lay Barbie. So please follow her. Yeah. It's definitely worth a follow. She has lots of funny stories. And uh like today she's been listening to the new Ariana Grande, right?
1: Oh my god, I love it. And
0: I've been doing my makeup the whole time we've been talking. <laughs> All right, well thank you very much uh and for hanging out today I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you for having me.